everyone. Super excited to share what I'm going to share with you today. Today, I'm going to take you on a journey where you are going to read for yourself. You're going to use two of your gifts, clairvoyancy and clairaudience. Do not stop the podcast now because you're afraid. The way that I teach is super creative, super easy, very experiential, and everyone can do it. So you're going to go on a little journey today with your guides, with your soul, and with your psychic gifts. And you're going to do a reading for yourself based on your life experience. And it's also going to tap into that wisdom that's just sitting in the seat of your soul waiting to come out. I'm Marilyn Aloria, psychic medium, teacher, and mentor. And I teach people around the world how to communicate with their guides and how to open up their own psychic gifts. We are all gifted. It is not gone of the days when only it was gift for the certain few. It's all of us. We can all open our psychic gifts, no matter what age we are, and we can use them. And I can guarantee that many of you have had these psychic gifts, but you deny them or ignore them because you were told you are making them up. It's just your imagination or you're too oversensitive or whatever the bullshit is that you heard. Oops, cursed again. And you are... um you, you have these gifts and I'm going to teach you like a fun way to open up to them. I've been trying not to curse on my podcast, but every now and then it slips out, it slips out. So I want to tell you, um, we're going to like have a lot of fun using different senses and stuff like that. And I want to tell you where this came about. So it's really important for me to show you a little background and then take you on this journey. But before I do, I want to tell you about a class I have. It's a free class. If you go to marilynaloria.com forward slash discover, D-I-S-C-O-V-E-R, discover, um, there's a free 20-minute class that teaches you how to use my uh, SAS pillars, S-A-S-S, SAS pillars are part of my Soul Finder Academy program. And it's a really great 20-minute powerful class. It's packed with a lot of great stuff. And there's an incredible technique at the end that's going to help you with your subconscious thinking, bringing you into your conscious thinking. And that's where simultaneous healing happens. That's when we make better choices. When we're of our, aware of our subconscious thoughts, we're um, much better at knowing what's the trigger points that are triggering us, who to go, what to say yes to, what to say no to, where to go, what to do, what to say, who to say it to, and all that kind of stuff. So it's really good. And it also will introduce you to my SAS experience, which is a live experience that I do. We're doing one, if you're listening to this before January 31st, it's starting on January 31st, join us. And if it's after January 31st, um, there will probably be others. So hopefully you can join us now because with each one, it's... Um, really incredible. And this one in particular, we're going to work on envisioning and goals because it is so important. So I'm going to tell you why that's so important right now. And and I know some of you struggle with what to envision. So we're going to talk about that too. Like, I don't know what I want to do. I just did a live in the SAS experience where I did readings for them. And this is, um, most of these people aren't familiar with my readings. They came through um, other avenues and uh, it was really very powerful and really great for everybody. And I teach a way where when I do readings for a group, how every single person gets a reading for themselves because I have this little technique and tool. My guides are very, very creative. So that's why we're going to have a lot of fun today. So it's really important that you are very clear about where you want to go. It's very important that you envision about where you want to go. And I'm going to share why, and I'll get more into like how you can get more clear about your own visions because when I did, um, in the SAS experience, somebody had said to me, what happens if I don't know what I want? And I want to address that for those of you who struggle with not knowing what you want. And many times I want to tell you that that struggle is anchored in a lack of trust that you can really have it. So it's not that you don't know, it's that you're denying it up, up to yourself because you've been told you can't have it. And I know that story really well. 
So first, let me tell you about my little experience this weekend, which is why this is all coming to a head and I'm bringing it to you. So as many of you know, or maybe you're just finding out, I'm a bit addicted to tennis. I love tennis. I took it up um, about four or five years ago and I'm just, I just love it. It's just so much fun. And I play a lot. And I'm also an organizer of games because I like to play with people who are better than me um, because I learn, well, I actually don't care anymore. I can play with all types of levels, but I tend to um, organize games with people that are really good players. And um, the way that I'm going to get invited into those games usually is if I organize them, that's what I've been told anyway. So I have been organizing games and playing a lot of games and I started getting tired of organizing them. I've been I'm being called Julie, the cruise ship director, because I organize so many. And I was like, you know what? And I've also been playing with a lot of the same people. They're great people. I finally have landed on an incredible group of tennis people. I did not have that experience in the beginning. Should we do a side note? No, not right now. I can't wait to tell those stories about uh, some of those tennis bitches. But anyway, let's keep going. So I um, was like, you know what? I really want to start meeting some other people so that I can mix it up a bit on the court with some of these people. And I heard spirits say to me, well, then get out of the 3D, go above it, work on the energy and the vibration of calling those people in, and then we'll call them in. And what they mean by that is a lot of times when we're living our regular everyday life, we're very um, stuck in the problems and uh, the routines of things happening that aren't like just habits, you know, do your laundry and you got to wash the dishes and oh my goodness, there's a leak or I got to pay the bills and all of that kind of stuff that it, it you get very stuck in 3D kind of living. And spirits like we need to get above that and then pull in the tennis people that you want to pull in by just going above that and working with the energy with us. So I did it very quick because it's very easy for me to do. And I just went above and was like, okay, let's uh, track in, didn't even do a lot of work on it. And like a day later or two days later, I ran into someone I hadn't played with in a while. And I've been looking for women because I have a lot of men. And I was like, oh my goodness, we got to play together, blah, 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 blah. And it was great. And then this past Sunday, I went to the tennis court. And this is going to be the whole story that you're going to hear. And then we're going to go into the journey. It's not going to be a long story, I promise. Well, if I keep saying that, then it may be. But anyway, so I went to the tennis court and I ran into this other woman. Now, I'm really bad at names. I don't remember names. And I know that I need to try to change that. And I don't recognize people. So I have that thing where I know there's a, um, there's actually a disease out there where you, I don't know the name of it. Many of you may know it. I don't know it where you don't recognize people's faces. I, I really am not very good at recognizing people. It takes a while for me to recognize them. And, um, I know energy though. I know energy of people. So I could like somebody, this, so this woman said to me, hi, Marilyn, how you doing? And so I know energy and I knew I know, knew her and felt her. And then I was like, what's your name? Plus the mask doesn't help, right? People are wearing masks. And then she told me her name. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I've been thinking about you because I didn't ha- couldn't find her information. I was like, we've got to play together. So here was another person who came into my arena. So I'm like, oh, good, I'm building. Oh, and right before that, another woman I know drove by and was like, hey, I'm playing doubles again because some people won't play doubles and stuff. And I was like, great, know it. So there you go, right? So I get on the court and it's kind of a dreary day expecting rain and... um we start playing. And uh, I'm not going to say the guy's name because I don't have his permission, but the person I was playing against, he's serving. And I'm on the deuce side and they call out the score. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They called it out uh, five all. I'm like, it's 30 all. 
Now I'm playing with four people. And all three of them turn around to me and they look and they go, no, it's five all, which means we only played two points. And I'm thinking we played four points. And I got to swear to you, I could, I was like, what are you people talking about? We just played three points. This is the, the four points. We're at four, 30 all. Wait, one, two, three. Three points. We just played three points. We're at 30 all. And um, they were like, no, no, we, we're, we're at five all. I'm like, no, it's 30 all. And I was like sitting there in my mind thinking about all the points we played, which usually when you're confused about score, you go through every point. And, but since three of them were saying we didn't, I was like, all right, it's five all, didn't matter. And we continue to play. Everybody's really nice, having fun. But I swear to you, I went into a time thing because the whole tennis game was so weird. Like I wasn't there. I was like, you guys are, because it happened again. And I was like, you guys are not here. I'm here. And I was like, am I jumping timelines? Am I in another life? Am I in a parallel life? Like it was very strange. And, you know, it almost felt twilight zony out there. So I realized, wow, this time dimension, we really have more than ever, especially with this COVID thing. Because how many times do you know people who are saying, what's going on with time, with COVID? People that aren't even like playing in this world. The one, this one girl I play tennis with, she's like, don't ask me what day it was because I have no idea. Everybody's like getting on that groundhog day. Like they don't know what day it is. They can't remember all that kind of stuff. But for those of us who play with time, I don't want to say conscious people because I think that can sound rude. But those of us who are playing with time, who understand multidimensional language, jumping timelines, all that stuff, we're aware like, wow, there's something happening here. There's something magical. Like when COVID first started, I was talking to a friend of mine, um, another spiritual healer worker. And she was telling me how she was going on a walk. And um, she's like, you know, I really want to see a bridge and water and da, 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 da. And all of a sudden, it's the same walk she always went on. She turned a corner. And I, I know this woman very well. She's not delusional or crazy. And there was a bridge and water. And she was like, Marilyn, I've been on this walk millions of times. And I've never seen that. And I went, oh, my goodness, that just happened to me. Because I hike this specific trail. And I was hiking it constantly in covid and all of a sudden, I walk by and there's all these uh, agave bushes. And I'm like, they were not there because it's a specific corner that I turn. There's a, it, the house is under construction. So there's always a garbage pail where I can throw the poop bags because nobody's living there. Do not call the cops on me if I'm throwing poop bags in an under construction house. Anyway, geez, that's a whole other story. You're going to have to go find that through the podcast anyway. Um, and I was like, the same thing happened to me. Like, it was like I went into another time and we t discussed how we could really, um, not manipulate, but manifest time, manifest things in our time. So it got me thinking yesterday more. I'm like, wow, this is happening more than ever where we can really create. So I went home after tennis and I did a couple of things around the house. And then I took my dogs on a nice long hike in the rain. And then I came home and lied down, which I never do. And I went on Pinterest and I saw this thing about manifesting, signs that you're manifesting. And I was like, what is this? Because a lot of, I just, I have a lot of bullshit meter in me with people. And I read it and I was like, oh, this is really good, actually. She's right. You know, it's when you start seeing the thing you want or you start hearing about it or um, you start feeling it more. Or you get the signs, the numbers, all these signs that we're talking about. And I was like, oh, this is great, you know. And then I went upstairs and I baked and I cooked and then... I was sitting down resting and I was talking to my guides and I said, 
how do I get out of this situation, out of this experience? Because as much as I have an incredible life here, I am working very structured, very focused, very diligently on the next chapter. And the next chapter for me is, is, you know, a bigger property, um, you know, being able to walk out, I walk out my door now and go on hikes, but there's many things that I'm looking to, I'm not going to say manifest, to invite in because it's an invitation. And spirit said to me just at that moment, well, how can we move you to the next place if you're not super clear on where you want to go? And I was like, you know what? You're right. Because as much as I can sit here and go, I want a bigger property. I want this. I'm not super clear. They've been asking me to do a vision book, which is something I teach in Abundant Living with Your Guides. And I've done it a couple of times and it blows my mind whenever it happens. Whenever I do it, it's amazing. The book comes to life. They've been asking me to do it for like two years. And I have the magazines and I have the book and I haven't done it. And so they said to me last night, we can't move you out of this chapter until we know exactly where we're moving you into. And that's up to me. And it's not about a physical location. It's not about you're going to move to this island or you're going to move here. Or you're going to move there. It's about what do you want to feel? What do you want to experience every single day? Who do you want? What kind of people do you want in your life? What kind of people don't you want in your life? How do you want to be spending your time? Like it's specific. We do a thing in membership for your soul called a day in the life where you write out a day in your life. And from the morning, minute you get up in the morning till you go to bed and it's a day in the future. So you date it in the future and you, you pack it with feeling because you have to have the feeling. And I even stopped doing that a bit because I was getting bored with my days in the life because I needed something new. Like I wasn't feeling it. And I, I said to them, you know what? You're right. I'm not really clear about where I want to go because I'm also living a good life here. Two weeks ago, I was like, this is great. I hike everywhere I want to go. I play tennis. I have great food. I have nice neighbors, you know, some of them. Um, so I said, you're right. And I went to bed and this is what we're going to do today. And then this morning I got up and I journaled and I meditated and more information came down the pike. And then I went on a hike and they said, when you go on your hike, we want you to envision the life that you want, that you want to have. And whenever I do this on hikes, I sometimes cross time and I'm actually in it. It's a very strange experience that I will share at another time. So I was on my hike and I was envisioning things that I desire and, and spirit was asking me like, how do you want to spend your day? I mean, my day is pretty good, but how do you want to spend it? And I'm like, well, I want to do, I want maybe want to take painting classes and start doing watercolor. And I definitely want to be writing my book and there are certain things. So we're going, I'm not going to share all my secrets because they're my secrets. And we're walking through the hills and looking at the beautiful scenery and I'm having these envisions and then they're dropping in, inspiring things that I can do to make it happen. And I'm like, yeah, I could do that. I could definitely do that now. Like why wait? You do it now. And I'm walking home and I'm almost home. And all of a sudden these, these beautiful chimes like playing because it's very windy here today. And they're not chimes like I have cheap ass chimes that like every time the wind blows, I have to take the chimes down because they sound awful. <laughs> these are beautiful chimes. I don't know what they spent on these things, but it sounded like a symphony. And I just knew all of this was information. I was in the right place. I was on the right journey. My guides were with me. They were giving me information. They were helping me unpack and get clear so that I could move to the next place that I want to move to 
in every area of my life. It's not about a physical move as much as it's about a men- energetic, emotional, psychological, spiritual, financial, um, fun, anything, romantic, all of that. So the, so I was like, oh my goodness, this is the podcast I'm going to do with all of you. So it's so important to know where you want to go, but say you're not super clear. Say you're like, I don't know, I'm stuck. Well, think about how you like to spend your time. Think about like, how do you, how do you like to spend your time? So for me personally, I was thinking about this the other day. I want to go to a tennis camp. I want to go to a tennis camp for two weeks. I may even want to go for a month. I love tennis camp. I want a tennis camp with yoga and massages and hiking because I can work anywhere I want. You know, we can't go to tennis camps right now with COVID. So that was something I never really thought because it just wasn't in my little mind that I could do that. Why can't I do that? So how do you like spending your time? What do you like doing? Do you wish you could do that more often? What do you love about where you live? What do you want to change? Whenever I ask people to envision their goals, they, they get so trapped and scared because they're afraid that if they decide on something and it's not the right thing, they're going to get stuck or they're going to get it wrong. You can't get it wrong if you're growing and evolving and expanding because it moves you to the next thing. So even if you choose something right now and you walk towards it and it ends up being like, eh, this really wasn't the best thing for me. It's going to be the best thing for you because you grew your soul. You grew your light. You followed something. You didn't sit in indecision. You made a decision and moved forward. So everything is information in our life. I keep talking about this because that is what synchronicity is. So right now I want you to think about something that you desire, something you want to manifest, something you want to create in your life, something you want to live. Maybe you want to live closer to your kids. Maybe you want to retire sooner, but you don't think how you can. Let's let go of the can'ts. I'm not saying that there isn't some, maybe there's something you can't retire for two years. I don't know. But I always find that people, when they do things with limitation, the whole experience is limitation. And you don't want that. Because you don't know if a rich uncle that you never knew about is going to die and then send you a million dollars. I don't know. I've heard those stories happening. It hasn't happened to me. I'd love to be able to say, hey, by the way, I just got a check in the mail for 100K from someone I didn't know. And it's legit. It's not this bullshit check. Oh my goodness, I got to stop cursing. Anyway, so don't do limitation, but think about what it is you want to do. All right. So I want to talk about two more things before we go into the exercise. Uh, I did a live Facebook live on the SAS experience today and membership for your soul. And I told them this, I was talking a bit to them about this. And somebody asked me, what's the difference between ego versus guided, guided information they're getting, right? How do they know if it's their ego? How do they know if it's their guides? I get this question a lot. And when I was struggling with the information I was getting from my guides and I asked them, this is, I had to check, make sure I was recording because that happens sometimes. I asked them, I said to my guides, they were giving me this great information. I was channeling. I was new to my channeling. And I said, Hey, how do I know this is real? How do I know I'm not making this up? And their answer, we're giving you great advice. Who cares? And they were right. They were giving me great advice. It felt really good. It felt so good in my heart. Who cares if I was making it up? Didn't matter. Just go do it. 
We're so conditioned to believe the negative things that happen to us or were told to us by other people that we don't realize that the thing that feels really good to us, it's not our ego. That's our friggin' souls. So don't worry about ego or your guides right now. If it feels good and it's not harming another person, follow it. Because I'll tell you something else. It was interesting. I was uh, meditating today and channeling and asking them about a certain situation with people. And I can't remember what they called them. Well, I do remember actually, and I'm not going to say that. And I was like, that's unusual because you guys never say anything bad about anyone. They never do. It's always about my experience, what I need to learn, what's about me. It's not about so-and-so. It's like, this is triggering this in you, Marilyn. This is why they give me boundaries. I have so many boundaries. Everybody in my, um, all my students want me to teach a class on boundaries, but they're never like, blah, blah, blah is a bitch. So stay away from her. They're never like that. Okay. I'm just throwing the cursing thing out the window. I don't care anymore. So anyway, um, they said something today. I was like, wow, you guys don't usually say that. And they said, we have to say it in that way because we need you to understand that you're passing this energy by, you're surpassing these types of people. You're going to another level. It's nothing about them. It's about our way of getting your attention so you could see this. And it was interesting in that manifestation thing that I read, um, that was one of the things, I don't know who the woman was, I can't remember, but that was one of the things she said, people are gonna fall away. So when you start following your soul and following your light, people that don't support that are gonna fall away. That's why you wanna get into a light-minded community. We have great light-minded communities. So don't worry about whether it's your ego, your guides, allow your imagination to run. So here's another thing I teach all my students as we go into this exercise. You have to use your imagination. You have to. I remember when I was studying and I was studying with some very famous mediums and they were, some of them were really nasty. And um, I remember everybody being so afraid. I'm using my imagination. It's my imagination. What if it's my imagination? And the medium would be like, don't use your imagination. And my guides were like, what? That's where we are. That's creativity. That's out of the box thinking. That's how you get to know what that symbol means. That's how you get to hear us because you're in your imagination. You're in creativity. So I tell you, use your imagination. I tell you, go with it because you're, I've never seen, <laughs> I've never seen anything but success in this area from this particular way of teaching. Everyone that I teach and I teach this to and they do it, they're like, oh my goodness, that was amazing. It's like, um, oh, there's so many stories. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to have to write some of the stories down because I don't remember my students' stories. I'm really bad at that, just like readings. But so many of them have shared their stories of when they used their imagination. So use your imagination in this. Now I'm going to talk about something else. We're going to talk about symbols and how everything is information. And um, I want to tell you a symbol story that I thought was really, really good. So I was doing these readings last Friday and uh, one of the people in the SAS experience was asking me, because if I, when I teach symbols, I can say to all of you right now, what does a butterfly mean? And I usually use that and everybody gives me their definition of a butterfly. And a lot of it's different. Very rarely is it the same. The only time I saw similarities was when I used the word lamp, but butterfly, um, all the, you know, ladybugs, candles, they, everybody has their own definition of it. That's your own symbolic language of your soul. That's your symbolic language. That is not on Google. That is based on your life experience. You have now created a definition for that symbol based on life experience. What's a symbol? Everything. When I teach dream work and people say to me, what's a symbol? Everything. 
Aunt Harry in your dream, Aunt Harry, Aunt Harriet in your dream is a symbol. Uh, you know, Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston were my dream the other night. I don't know why the cast of Friends end up my dreams. They do in other people's dreams too. Maybe because they seem like such good friends. Um, they're a symbol. They're a symbol for something based on your life experience. So everything's simple. So this one uh, person in my SAS experience asked me what a bee meant. And I said, what are bees to you? And she said, they annoy me. They're all around me. They've been constantly around me and they've been annoying me. And I said to her, well, bees are about, so this is where you can go even deeper because things do have, you can find some great meanings on stuff. Go with the things that hit your heart. But today I'm going to have you use your own life experience in the symbols. I said to her, well, bees are about impossible dreams coming true. They're about creativity. They're about you believing in your possible dreams coming true. Bees shouldn't be able to fly. Their wings are too small for their little bo their, their bodies, but they don't know that. So they fly. So it's impossible dreams coming true. And I said, so in your case, this shows me that you're going towards your dreams. You're work believing, starting to believe in the impossible dreams that you have in your heart, but there are people around you that are stopping you or you're taking care of other people or they're requiring your attention and they're becoming annoying to you because you just want to focus on your dreams. And she was like, a hundred percent right. So the symbol, the bee was women around her trying to get her attention to pay attention to her impossible dreams and not to the other people that were pulling her attention away from her dreams. All right. So you ready? So the best way to do this is nature, but really you can use things in your house. You can use anything you want. If you um, want to sit by a window and do this, you can. If you want to do it when you're washing the dishes, it doesn't matter. You can do it. Don't do it when you're driving, I would say. And a lot of people listen to podcasts when they're driving. You can, but like I can do it. I don't think it's the best thing to do if you're new at this. Okay. So envision what you desire and be honest with yourself. Okay. You can't do this when you're driving because I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and see it. So envision what you desire and be honest with yourself. Even if it's a dream you're not even sure you still want, but it's something you've been dreaming about for a while, go with that. Close your eyes and see it. And if you have a difficulty seeing it, just keep repeating it to yourself. I'm a bestseller author. I am a mother of three. You know, I am a grandmother of two kids. I am um, a healer, whatever it is. So if you can't see it now, if you can see it, great. Either way, how does it feel? How does it feel? So I'm going to give you one of mine just so you can go along with this with me. Mine is having more time, more freedom to write. And I see myself out in my garden, out in a yard. I don't really have a yard here, but I see myself out in a yard. I actually have a pad in my lab and a computer and I'm researching and writing. And it feels amazing. My whole heart just lights up. It just feels so good. So you want to know how you feel. And if you don't know how you feel, because a lot of us are cut off from our feelings because of empathic ability overtaking us, or because we've denied ourselves, we're afraid to believe that we can have it. Put your hand on your heart and just feel it. Even just you feeling your hand on your heart when you think about this dream connects you to your heart chakra, connects you to the feeling. Okay. 
So now I'm going to take a pause. I'm going to ask you some questions and I'm going to take a pause after each one, but it's not going to be a very long pause. So if you need to pause the podcast while you play this game, it's only a couple of questions, then pause it just so you can get your own responses. All right. So, and remember, I want you to use your imagination. Okay. And remember, we're going above the 3D. We're going into imagination. We're going into the energy field where we can create things. We want to have feeling with it. So think about the thing you want to create right now. And now pick something that you see. Just pick something. Now, when I do this with my students, I can do this with you right now, actually. You can scan the room. Stop. Where did your eyes land? So now you may be like, Marilyn, I don't know if I should pick the first one or the second one. Pick one. You can play this game later and do the other thing. Just pick something that you see. What do you see? Say it out loud. Use your auditory skills. This is a way of teaching clairaudience as well. What do you feel when you see it? What do you feel? We all have a feeling about things, even if it's the I have a bottle of hand cream on my desk and it's been sitting in the sun. So it's really needs to get thrown out, but I really like this hand cream. And it reminds me of when I first came to Marin to check out if this was where I wanted to live. And I stayed at this hotel, it's a really nice hotel. And it had this lotion in the bathroom. And whenever I stayed at a nice hotel that has really nice product, it makes me feel good. See how I just told a story based on a hand lotion. So what do you see and what do you feel about what you see? And do you have a memory of it? Do you have a memory of it? So take a moment now and answer those questions for yourself. What do you see? What do you feel about it? And do you have a memory of it? Now I'm going to take you through mine in the seeing, and then we're going to go into the hearing, and then I'm going to teach you a dot, dot, dot technique. That's going to blow your mind at the end of this. So everything pretty much, unless it's really new to your vision, you've never had the experience before. You never saw it before. You could see a bug and you're like, I've never seen that bug before, but you may associate it with something you've seen before. Remember, I've seen some bugs around here. Even there's these like worms around here. Really, I'm like, Oh, I've never seen a worm like that. But it brings me to rainy days and worms coming out of the concrete in Brooklyn. Right away, I have an association. So I'm not creating from the past, but I'm allowing it to speak to me. Our guides speak to us through our symbolic language. So mine was that creating freedom, you know, the book, writing the book. And when I did this, I saw the trees swaying outside. And right away, I was taken to, I just, I love the wind. I love the wind on my face. It makes me feel so free. I love the sound of wind. And it reminded me right away of sitting outside and I could see myself sitting out in this park. I used to sit in, I used to do readings at night. And um, before I did the readings, I would take my dogs to the park and I'd sit out in this park while they played. And this is when I was getting towards the point of not wanting to do readings. Actually, I'm coming up with this right now with you guys. So I'm going to tell you why. And I would sit out there going, oh, I just can't do this anymore. I'm so tired. And my eyes would be closed and I'd be feeling the wind and smelling it and, and just feeling the freedom. Now, spirit just reminded me that 
I don't do readings anymore. I, I created freedom in my life from readings. So they're showing me that I can create freedom in my life to write more. Now, I love my business, but I'm working on creating even more freedom so that I can write more and share my stories in books and my exercises. So the trees swaying are not just trees swaying. It's effortless. It's easy. It feels so good in my heart. It reminds me I did it before. I can do it again. I can feel it. Therefore, I can create it. This connects me to my vision. This feeling is so real. It's got so much reality to it, so much oomph to it. It's not just a thought. It's something I can do. Now, whenever I want to envision myself writing, I want to envision myself future, I can just close my eyes and feel the wind, feel that moment, see the trees swaying out my window. I can, I can feel the wind in my heart reminding me, you can do it. You can do it. And what happens in that moment is expansion. It may not answer your question about how do I create it or what do I need to do or where do I need to go? Or is it don't like a lot of people get caught on yes or no's. Is this a yes or a no? That just stops everything. That's a big old period. Because yes is always evolving. No is always evolving. There's always so much more. So the dot, before I take you into the audio portion of this, I'm going to tell you about the dot, dot, dot technique. Super powerful. I teach my students that when I say to them, what do you see? They don't just say the tree, period. I teach them a dot, dot, dot technique. There's always more. So what do trees mean for you? What's your memory of trees? What do you feel about trees? What's your favorite tree? What do you think the tree is telling you? If the tree was singing a song to you, what would it sing to you? That's dot, dot, dot. We never put a period. Whenever I'm like, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I'll be like, okay, so what did your guides give you? What color? Blue. Period. They don't do that. They know. I'll be like, what? Okay, so what does blue mean? Why do you think they showed you blue? See how it goes? So you go dot, dot, dot. All right. Now we're going to do sound. So you've got this vision. You've got this symbol. You, you know how it makes you feel. You may have a memory of it. You may even have a deeper understanding. Like I've been doing this for quite some time. So I know the park, what they were showing me, how it connected. I now have a reading, right? This can happen. This is going to happen. Keep going towards it. Now take a moment right now and listen to a sound in your physical world, not in your head, although that's another way of doing clairaudience, but in your physical world. So just, I'm going to get quiet for a second or you can pause, listen to a sound in your physical world. So what does this sound make you feel? Like, it's so funny when I did this before I wrote, when I was writing this, I heard the hum of my computer, but right now I'm hearing the wind outside my window. It's just exciting me even more and telling me I'm on the right path, that everything I'm putting in my business and all the systems I'm creating is moving me forward. So what does the sound make you feel? It may make you feel uncomfortable. Remember the bee, the annoying bee? That's information. What do you think the sound is trying to tell you? Think about it. Use your imagination. What are the sway? I'm going to tell you what the computer sounds was telling me in a minute, but what are the swaying of the trees telling me? The wind, what is the wind telling me? Fly like the wind. If it was to say something to you, this sound, this is where you really have to use your imagination, what would it say to you? The wind is saying, go, 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 go. Don't stop now. Don't stop before the dream happens, go. 
What would the sound say to you? I know this may sound crazy, but let me tell you, I have a lot of success with these games. Now here's one that you're going to really have to use your imagination. Ask the sound to sing you a song. Ask the sound to sing you a song. So what I asked you is, what is the sound? How does the sound make you feel? What do you think it's trying to tell you? If it was saying something to you, what would it say? What do you think the sound's trying to tell you what it would say? And then if it sang you a song, what would it sing? Now, when I do this with some people, sometimes they don't hear lyrics. And they're like, I didn't get lyrics. I just got music. Great. Nothing's wrong. They may just want you to feel into that music. Remember the dot, dot, dot technique? We're not putting a period. We're feeling into it. So you just want to hear. And then the lyrics, if you got lyrics, you want to go look up the lyrics. You want to read the whole song because there's more information. If you become the investigator in your life, you are going to have such an incredible co-creation journey with your guides in the universe. So I heard the hum of my computer. And I was like, oh, right. I want to write. I love writing. I love writing these podcasts. You know, it's so much fun for me to sit down and, and turn off everything else and just sit down and write and time just passes by. So when I asked the hum of the computer to sing me a song, the song for me is always, you can see clearly now. And I was like, no, I don't want that song. Give me something else. So they gave me bright, sunny days shining all around you. Now that's not a lyric of, um, of, uh, I can see clearly now. Right. I think uh, there is something in that lyric that it. So I Googled it. What came up? You can see clearly now. <laughs> I can see clearly now. And I looked through the song and I'm like, I think it's bright, sunny days or something, or just, I can see clearly now the sun. Gone to the clouds. Uh, it's bright, bright, sunny day. So no matter what, they were getting that song through to me. It's a great song for me because it's all about seeing clearly, envisioning what my guides asked me to do last night. I'm even getting that now as I'm sharing this with you. Like, think about it. I was on the court. It was raining. It was a rainy kind of day. It was dark. And that's where all this started kicking in, where spirit made me realize you need to get even clearer. You need to remember. You need to go towards what you want. You need to know what it is so we can help you. So you want to read the lyrics because it's really helpful. Now, like I said before, or maybe I haven't said this because the dot, dot, dot technique is kind of this, may not answer your question. It's not really supposed to right away. But what it does do is it opens you up for information. So when you do this work, all of a sudden you're listening different. You're seeing different. You're experiencing the world in a different way. You're starting to recognize that everything is information and you're not doing this. Oh, there's a ladybug. I wonder what that means. Or, oh, there's 1111. I wonder what that means. Or, oh, I keep hearing that song. I wonder what that means. Instead, you're like, okay, what do I feel about this? How does this feel? What do you think it's saying to me? You start going into a whole conversation. Now you're in co-creation with your life. Now you're in co-creation with the universe. Now you're paying attention to the universe and you're paying attention to your dreams. And now you're walking on your journey. 
And there's this symphony happening with the universe and with God and source energy or whatever you believe in with your soul and your soul is lit up and you're walking and you're paying attention and you're listening and you're hearing and you're in dialogue and you're writing your own story and you're taking direction because in this process, you will get clear direction. You will get clear steps to take. And you won't push the steps aside. You will start believing them and you'll start moving forward towards your dreams. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, my goal, the next podcast, but I don't know if it's going to work, is to take you on a hike with me and uh, take you through an experience. So I'm going to try it. But if you don't get it next week, that means it didn't work. <laughs> but I'm really hoping to take you on that. I, this was so much fun for me to teach you this. Remember, if you want to learn more about me, go to marilynaloria.com. Uh, if you want that free class, go to marilynaloria.com forward slash class. And really, um, I hope that you join me in the SAS experience, membership for your soul or soul finder Academy. So we can continue uh, lighting up your journey. I just, I think you can tell how much I love this work. And my goal is to get it out more and more and more. So if you like this, share it, review it, rate it. And if you have anything you want to share with us, um, please email us at info at who can it be now podcast.com. And I look forward to seeing you next time. So who can it be now? I don't know. I have no idea what's going to happen next. Let's open the door and see. I'll see you next time.